Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and today we're going to be talking about getting to the truth. But before we jump into all that, let me give you my usual weekly update. So this week's been another good week. Um, lockdown restrictions are easing slightly. So hopefully uh, you and your families and friends are still saying staying safe. Uh, hopefully everybody's uh, sticking to the social distancing guidelines, etc. And still being able to take advantage of the uh, new uh, new easing of the restrictions. I've been out a bit more this week with the doggo, which has been great. Spending a bit longer out on walks, which has been really nice. Uh, we even went up to a park that we don't normally go to at the weekend, slightly further away from uh, from the house um, and yeah, we even met a friend up there which was really good uh, not seeing him for quite some time obviously due to lockdown uh, obviously we were still socially distancing but it was nice to be able to catch up for a little while uh, and have a bit of a chat um, while the doggo was getting some exercise as well so that was really really nice um, also managed to um, start um learning some uh, new activities to play with snow um, so teaching her a few new tricks um, so starting to teach her to uh, or trying to teach her to weave between my legs uh, and a few other bits and bobs just to uh, keep her thinking and keep her interested um, German Shepherd's a super intelligent dog so she has no problems with most things she's figured out how to open all the doors uh, in my house now uh, which, is, uh, which is always tricky when you try to contain her to one room um, for whatever reason, um, so she uh, can uh, open every door and that's, unless it's got a lock on it now. Um, she's worked out how to get into a treat cupboard as well. Um, so if I don't quite close it properly, if I don't quite close it in the, uh, the fully, um, she gets in there and uh, has a has a whale of a time snacking on her treats uh, without me knowing. So I have to make sure that I close that properly, uh, otherwise she gets in there. So uh, the opportunity to uh, learn some new tricks with her and do some extra stuff has been great, and she's been having uh, a great time doing that, and she's been having a great time um, on the longer walks as well, which has been phenomenal. So like I say, hopefully you guys are all staying safe with your family and friends um, and hopefully um, as we go through the new next few months, hopefully we'll even have uh, more and more easing of the restrictions uh, which will allow us to return to um, a somewhat more uh, regular and consistent um, way of living, uh, getting out to do a bit more, hopefully music events and um, concerts and pubs and restaurants and stuff will be able to slowly open back up over the next few months as well and that will be that will be cool so today's topic then I wanted to talk about getting to the truth and I think a lot of times people confuse truth and emotion and they make their emotions their truth but if you strip away that and take things back to uh, the bare truth the real truth um, you know that you can overcome a lot of problems that way can overcome a lot of stress uh, and let me give you an example of that I think it'd be cool to work through an example so there's somebody I know uh, I'm not going to mention who it is because um, I don't want to uh, upset them uh, but um, there's somebody I know who often says to me um, I can't run 5k you know I do a lot of running um, so this person is somebody I've been trying to encourage to get out and do some running for uh, quite some time they always come up with a number of excuses as to why they can't do that kind of make weave this story if you like as to why they can't do it and if you look away if you strip back those excuses you know some of those are real truths which we'll talk about and then some of them are kind of the made-up truths the self 
limiting beliefs, self-limiting beliefs that they've put in place um, to protect them from um, from failing at that stuff. So we, let's let's talk that through. So um, it's running the 5K. So she always says, oh, um, I'm slightly too old to be starting to run. And again, you know, if you look at that statement, it doesn't really matter how old you are. If you're using a statement such as that, oh, I'm too old to do something, whether that's running, whether it's learning a language, whether it's uh, learning a new skill, whether it's starting a new career, whatever it may be. If you're using age as a limitation factor, as a self-limiting belief, um, you know, you, if you look at it, realistically and you frame it right uh, you can change that that the way you look on that um so w- whatever age you are there there is more than likely somebody who is older than you that is doing that thing that you want to do so uh, in this particular instance and um, there are plenty of runners of an older age um, than this person that are doing much further distances than just 5k so it's a, it's a that that really is quite clearly a self-limiting belief if you're if you're if you're using that an age factor um for whatever like i said whatever it is whether it's learning a new skill um whether it's enrolling in night classes to learn a new a uh, new subject if it's trying to um, learn a new language if it's trying to pick pick up a new instrument whatever it may be there's somebody that's going to be older than you that's done it um, which, which is fantastic once you realize that and you think actually that's not limiting that can be quite self-revelatory um, to somebody who's, who's kind of used that as a self-limiting belief so that can be quite free and actually there are other people there are other people who are older than me um, that have had uh, you know less less opportunities than me and they they've been able to do this thing um, so there's no reason why I can't do it as well so that's that's an emotion rather than a uh, than a real, um, a real truth, if you like, that's a self-limiting belief that they've put in place. And uh, the next one is, well, if I were to do that, I'd have nobody to train with. Uh, and a lot of people use this um, as as an excuse. Oh, I'd have nobody to do it with. Uh, nobody else I know would be interested in doing that. Uh, other people would take the mick out of me. Um, that and that kind of thing. And again, this is an emotion. It's not a. That's not a truth. For almost every skill. Uh, for every thing that you could want to learn, whether, it, like I say, whether it's learning an instrument, whether it's learning how to cook, whether it's learning a language, there are clubs um, available uh, for almost every topic in the world. There's some kind of club um, that you can do it. So for something as simple as running, that every city has multiple running clubs. There's the park run events. Um, you know, there's multiple ways of doing this. You could go to the gym and get a personal trainer. So you're training with somebody. There's a whole host of ways to be able to do this with somebody. Um, if, if you so wish to, um, you know, even if, um, you know, most people have got friends, um, that would do this with them. So if you wanted to learn, uh, French, for example, I'm sure that you've got friends in your circle that would want to, to learn as well, that would be interested in doing that. So maybe you could get together once or twice a week, um, alternate, you know, um, go around each other's houses or do um, WebEx calls or whatever at the moment, Zoom calls um, while we're in this kind of social distancing lockdown scenario. Um, but do a, a, you know, a FaceTime or something like that well, one one week. But when we're back to being able to visit each other, you know, take it in turns, you know, maybe on a Monday night, uh, you go over to your friend's house and maybe on a Thursday night your friend comes over to your house and you spend an hour 
doing whatever it is that you're trying to learn together and you know that's a really great way of doing it and it's gonna you know spend some time with your friend as well so you're getting multiple benefits from that um, so again that's a self-limiting belief it's not a truth um, that's something that can get around it's an emotion that's a feeling that uh, that you can get around now, if somebody was to say, oh, I've, uh, as an excuse, um, I've never done that before. Now, that is a truth. Um, that's not emotional. That, that's a genuine truth. Or I've never done that before. That is not a limiting factor because if you look at everybody else who has learned that skill. So in this, let's run with the scenario of running a 5K again. If you look at everybody who's in the world who's run a 5K, everybody without exception was once at a point where they hadn't done that. Nobody was born having run 5K. So nobody had that skill set ready in them. They have trained and learned to do that over a period of time. So everybody has had been in that position previously. If you're trying to learn a language and you're looking at somebody who's, who's fluent in a language, well, they haven't always been fluent in those languages. They've put time and effort into learning those languages. So although it's a truth that um, you've never done that before, and you can't argue with that, it's not, uh, you know, it's, that one's not an emotion, but it's a self-limiting truth um, because, like I say, everybody else has been in that position before and you're not going to be in a position where you can look back and say, well, I, w I was once in that position as well, until you get going, until you get started um, into learning that skill or doing whatever it is you're trying to do. Um, so these are self-limiting uh, beliefs. They're, none of these thoughts are kind of constructive. If you want to turn those things on their head, um, like I say, you can have a different conversation, and it's about then finding your truth and making that into a reality. So um, your truth, so if you're trying to pick up running, for example, um, you know, like I said, you could uh, meet with uh, two different friends in a week or the same friend. Uh, you know, you could go to, you could go for a park run on a Saturday morning, um, get up, uh, do the park run, whether that's out in real life once everything's started back up again or virtually on a treadmill, etc. You could get up, do the park run. That's one run a week. Now, to do a 5K, you know, you could get away with doing one run a week and, and training that way, but it's going to take a little longer. Now, if you were to add a second or even a third run in uh, a week there, you, you'd get to your 5K goal a bit quicker. So what could you do? How do you get to spend some more time with a friend? Could you go out, you know, with a partner, with a, a child, with a brother, with a sister, with any family member, any friend that lives nearby? Could you stop? Um, could you visit a different friend um, on the way home from work and go running with them for half an hour or an hour? Um, uh, you know, you don't need to be breaking records, but it can be time to wind down. Maybe instead of taking the bus home or the train home from work, maybe you can run. Um, if you live a long way from where you work, maybe you can catch the train at home, get off a stop earlier, or the same with the bus, get a, get off a couple of stops earlier, and then run the last few miles instead of instead of catching the bus. Um, you know, there's all these ways that you can do um, whatever it is that you need to do. So in terms of um, learning a language, so um, 
every day. Um, I use Duolingo because I'm learning Spanish. I've been learning Spanish for a long while. Um, I've been, uh, I've talked about it on the podcast. Uh, my sort of 90 day challenge to, um, to, to have, have a 15 minute conversation in Spanish, which uh, was uh, pretty successful. Um, but how did I find the time to do that? I could have said quite easily, oh, I don't have the time to do that. I never have the time to do that. But you have to find these ways and instead of using them as self-limit beliefs, self-limiting beliefs, turn them on the head and say, all right, how can I make it true that I do have enough time? How do you find um, that mechanism um, to do that? So um, for me, um, it was before I went to bed, I spent 20 minutes to half an hour um, on Duolingo, the app. I scheduled two lessons a week, so I was having lessons on italki, um, which is a language learning platform with uh, real people where you could pay to have um, lessons with somebody. Um, that was that was really great. Um, I have a friend that speaks Spanish, so I was able to have a conversation with her once a week in Spanish to to kind of catch up and see how long I could flow a conversation through for. Um, when I was stuck in um, queues, so if I was stood in a shop um, and the queue was massive. Um, etc. I would be able to look at the flashcards that I had on my um, phone, just uh, whip my phone out of my pocket and spend 30 seconds, a minute, however long I'm stood in a queue, sometimes longer, um, reviewing those flashcards. So like I say, it's about turning that self-limiting belief on its head and thinking about how you can make the positive your truth and finding your truth. Um, so hopefully that's helped today. Hopefully it's given you something to think about. Um, the key kind of takeaways from that, I guess, are um, when you're um, making excuses for not doing something that you, you kind of want to do or um, you find yourself saying no to things and, and listing a whole list, whole list of um, excuses for that, a whole list of reasons. Um, you know, they may not seem like excuses at the time, but they, you may be listing a whole two or three reasons why you can't do something. Take a step back when you do that and say, right, which of these reasons are truths and which of these reasons are emotions and how can I make my truth that I can do this thing and then plan to think, right, I need some time to do this. I need to be in this place to do that. Um, how can I make that so and have a think around um, those different mechanisms to, to do that. Um, like I say, I hope that's helped. Um, what, as per usual, uh, drop me a message on Facebook if you found that interesting or got your own take on it. Uh, and hopefully uh, you can um, start analysing um, your approaches to new tasks, new, new activities, new learning structures. Uh, and hopefully that'll help um you you enjoy life a bit more so it certainly helped me um when i find myself listing reasons why i can't do something it certainly made me um kind of have a a better life because i'm enjoying things more i'm able to do more than i thought i could um and who doesn't want to do that right so uh it's a phenomenal um skill to have and sometimes it takes you um you know, a few minutes to recognize that you're making excuses and, and alter that mindset. Sometimes it takes a couple of days or sometimes I'll say, no, I can't do it because of this, this and this. And then a couple of days later, it'll strike me and say, actually, I could have done that. I, I was in my emotions and not really looking at the facts behind that, um, which is, uh, I think, a real key thing. Um, so thank you very much for listening and we'll see you all next week. <laughs>